and gentlemen, my name is Leon, and thank you for tuning in to More To It, a podcast about perspective. So my guest for today, she's a friend who's been very supportive of a lot of my artistic ideas. Um, so when I told her about this podcast, she was like, you should do it. You should definitely do it. And, you know, hyping me up, which is fine. And, you know, you need that sometimes. So also, she was the genius behind the design and practically the whole idea of the podcast art. She asked what I wanted and I was like, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything. But I trust her enough that I was just like, listen, do what you got to do. Whatever way you want, that's fine. And it turned out way better than I imagined. And... I'm very thankful for it. So this is Soraya. Thank you, Leanne, for such a great introduction. <laughs> no problem. So society has its views on, or society tries to push its views onto us as to what we should think success is. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'll say, yes, society does push a specific type of point of view when it comes to success but at the same time too I want to say it's also based on the people you hang around with um for example when I used to hang out with like a certain group of friends mm -hmm. and when they define their success they define their success based on their job their title mm -hmm. and how much money they were making mm -hmm. and since I was spending so much time with that group of friends I felt like I wasn't there mm -hmm. and i felt like a failure or i was like failing at life in a way yeah like you or, needed to catch up yeah i needed to catch up and I, now i'm looking back and i'm like i knew i was stressed and deep down inside i knew that even though that wasn't the best career path for me i still went for it thinking that okay so if they can do it i can do it and i tried to force myself to love it but it was like it added so much stress to me and right. the more i tried to chase something that i didn't like the more unhappy i was and one i was unhappy and stressed and then also not getting there makes it even worse then i started hanging out with like a different type of group of friends and they have like a whole different mindset of success and that's when i noticed like okay so i can't really base my level of success on like what other people think um so that's when i actually took a break and look within and truly notice like what i like to do and then i just mm -hmm. kind of went forward and obviously i'm not saying like i'm successful because the way i work is like i put a goal mm -hmm. and then as long as i'm working towards that goal as long as i'm making progress i know i'll get there and my goal can be something like very small mm -hmm. but it can also be something big compared to other people too but as long as i reach my goal i'll be like i achieved that goal okay mm -hmm. so what's the next project so i wouldn't say um i'm chasing success like society yeah. wants us yeah, to do yeah, yeah, and yeah, like they, i used to do in the past but yeah like, like like that. you need to be a ceo of like a fortune 500 company and all this crazy stuff which i'm pretty sure must be nice to not have to worry about money in that aspect but there are a lot of people that don't chase that sort of thing and they stick to the things that they love they pursue it and they're just as happy and satisfied with every step of it which is nice because i feel like you should always pursue something even if it's something that you think of as something that could only be just a hobby or something temporary you were telling me earlier um about how a hobby can become a business or a hobby can become like a long-term thing so i definitely stand by that you should do that and 
see where it takes you because you never know where it's going to take you. Um, to add to that, I do like trying new things. So I always try to encourage people to try new things in general. Though you think that you might not like it, next thing you know, you end up loving the process and that thing become your thing. And that's why a huge part of me never really likes saying, oh, I I will never eat that again. Oh, I'll never try that again. Because mm -hmm. I know us humans, we do change. Like a very brief example is um, onions. Mm -hmm. I used to hate onions like mm -hmm. crazy. But now, look at me, I'm cooking with onions. But okay. like, you see what I mean? But like, yeah. if back then I'll say, oh, I'll never eat onion again. And then certain dish that I'm making, the onion brings in so much flavor. Mm -hmm. Like if I just cut cut out onions in general and never try it, like mm -hmm. not even a little bit, try to say, okay, I know I don't like it. Let me try it again. Let me give it another try. But yeah, I know that's like a very simple example, but mm -hmm. like you can apply no, no, that, that small system to like many things in life. So it's like not cutting something out, just always be open-minded to try something new, even though you say, oh, I don't like it. Oh, I'm not going to like it. Some people say that a lot. Mm -hmm. I know myself, I'm not going to like it. And they don't try it. And it's like, if you don't try it, you don't know if you're not going to like it, you know? Right. I want to throw in something real fast. Two things I don't like in terms of food is cabbage and Brussels sprouts. However, cabbage I will eat only if it's, coleslaw a lot of people don't like coleslaw i like coleslaw but any other form of cabbage i'm not eating it and the reason behind that is because i remember when i was younger someone was babysitting me and this girl you know the the plates that are in sections like you know for the like the bigger part is for like the the grains and then you have mm. for the protein and, and, and the veggies and stuff like that no this girl put the entire all three <laughs> sections she put all three sections full of cabbage and smack dead in the middle, she put a thick cut of cornbread. So when I reached to pull the cornbread out, the whole bottom of the cornbread was stuck in the cabbage. So I'm over here eating wet pieces of cornbread. It was disgusting. I, that's how I feel about that. Now, with Brussels sprouts, you've been trying to put me back onto that for a while because I've had it here and there. And I'm like, no, it's I'm not eating that. It's not good. Um, I'm sorry. And you're like, no, no, no. You should try it this way. Try it this way or, or try it that way. Um, maybe I'll cave in someday, but that's just that. I just wanted to throw all that in there real fast. But it's also like when you're ready, you know, like it's when you're ready to try it, not based on like my timeline or anyone mm -hmm. else's timeline. But I guess to my point, I will just say, keep trying new things. I've always pointed out like you're such a risk taker for somebody living practically in a city on her own and like working and running a business as well. Whether it's because you're such a risk taker or that, that mindset that you have of trying new things because you never know if you're going to like it or not. I guess what I want to know is how do you manage to keep focus on all these things? Um, I don't focus on them all at once. So what I do is I dedicate a time um, specifically for certain things. If you look at my calendar, you'll see that from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. I work so I just focus on my job but from 6 p.m. Um, I'll have dinner and then I'll dedicate a chunk to like an activity so I'll have like creative art on my calendar let's say for example on Monday from 7 p.m. to like 9 p.m. I'll have creative project or creative art and um, 
it can be like making candles because right now I'm like really into making candles. But like those things are more like for me, you know, to just like try to learn something new and try something new. Right. And then like on Wednesday, I might focus solely on my Etsy. So that's when I would like package all my shipping and like some of the drawing. At the same time too, I know those like blocks of time changes based on time of the year like if it's during the holiday i know i'll have to do a lot of drawings so therefore i won't be doing much of my creative project but i will still find a time to fit my creative project within that week it might not be like three times a week but it might be like at least one day but it's more like um staying on schedule and also consistent and yeah it's staying consistent and on Mm -hmm. schedule and by staying consistent it's just become a habit you know that's when i just go on youtube and i just find quick diy and then Mm -hmm. i just like make something cool or like it's sometimes it's pretty trash and it's like oh i don't like this (laughs) and then you know it's like again it's trying and then yeah it's it's, something you like right right and that's a good thing it's good that you're like that because like you said a lot of people are just like and i know how i am i'm not gonna like this i'm not gonna like that Mm -hmm. but again you never know until you try yeah so speaking of your business how has that been doing for you as far as the etsy store and the plant store and the art and candle making how could i forget the candle making all that stuff how are all those things going for you um it's working great it's more of a learning progress and also Mm -hmm. growing and not being stubborn when you see something working okay so i guess i should probably start from the beginning because when i first launched my store um which i told you i wanted it to be like a plant store right so i was focused on having only plants Mm -hmm. and then one day, um, I just wanted to just try something new, and I just posted one of my drawings on my Etsy. And then after like a couple months during the holiday, the Christmas holiday, that's mm-hmm. when it started getting like some traffic. Because you know, on Etsy, you can favorite things. So many people were favoriting it, but they weren't really buying it. So mm-hmm. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> but like, I wasn't like mad because I wasn't expecting it to be like, right. a big thing because I was just focused on my store being like a plant store so i didn't really care it didn't really affect me that much until like people started buying it and buying more and more and then that's when i noticed oh i do love my plants how can i incorporate my plants and my drawing so what i started doing is people will send me their pictures if they don't have like a background and they still don't know what they should add i will propose to them like hey i can add like some plant background for you mm-hmm. and then like so that's like one way to to brainstorm together yeah to yeah. brainstorm together and also yeah. not lose focus on like the main idea which was the plant yeah. store and now that i noticed that my plant store is like slowly growing into like a digital store now i'm learning that maybe i should let go of the idea that my store should be solely about plants and it can branch out to be its own thing and form its own value right for the most part like most of my sales are digital art which is amazing Mm. and then like i said i've been playing around with candles Mm -hmm. but like the candles are more for me all my projects are for myself and then i just put it out there to see if it's gonna help someone same for like my drawing like i draw for myself um if someone wants to give like a meaningful gift it'll be easy to capture that moment and give it to someone i learn a lot with my business i noticed that i don't only provide a gift to people i provide like meaningful gift um because one of my clients her mother passed away but she sent me multiple pictures of the entire family together Mm -hmm. that was like a recent picture but her mother couldn't be in that picture so she sent me an extra picture of her mother so i was able to add her mother in that 
picture and she ended up giving it to her dad and her dad loved it. So that was a very touching thing. So that's how my business is going. Yeah. To use your, your talents and a craft that you've perfected to bring sentiment to the memory of a person. Those things combined together, you know, it's, it's crazy how art can capture a moment and bring sentiment to it and more meaning to it for a long time for forever and i can agree with that because i feel like this project at one point was literally just one idea it was just one idea that i was entertaining over like a three-year period and i just never thought to actually try and this has been a totally new thing for me uh learning audio engineering and how to type better because i usually type just looking at the keys now that i have a laptop now i'm moving faster and getting better at using uh programs and all these things that i didn't necessarily have access to through most of my life so now i'm finally learning all these things but i look at a lot of the steps that i've taken to progress and turn it from just that three-year idea and now it's actually you know more than that i've self-taught myself a lot of things through this project so one of the things i feel like in the years that i've known you that you've taught me and a lot of people don't understand especially before this whole pandemic how important it is to value the time that you spend with people like I would be hanging out with people and I'm on my phone half of the time or wherever I am, I'm just heading the clouds or whatever it is that's probably caught my attention. We were talking about some of your drawings that you were working on and I was interpreting what I thought that they meant. And just that moment in itself, like we were just bouncing back and forth and artistically, I felt like we just like, it just clicked. And I thought about it a lot and I was like, be in the moment. You should be much more appreciative of the time that not only you're sacrificing, but another person is sacrificing that you both could be using to do other things. Cherish it because look how the world is now. I see what you mean. And I guess it's like, it's hard, at least for me, to find someone when I'm hanging out with someone Mm -hmm. for them to not actually be on their phone. Um, Because how I see it is like, you are creating a memory with that person, you know, mm-hmm. because like our life is so short and then our interaction is like so short. So if we are spending the time together, both of us should be in the moment and create that memory together. And then also friends may not end up being like a long-term friend, but at least you have like those memories of them. Or let's say like a really sad scenario, that person is no longer there anymore. Mm-hmm. At least you have those moments when you spend the time together with them like it doesn't have to be like something like going to the movies and watching a movie together it can be like them coming over and you guys talk about something and like share Mm -hmm. new ideas um so how i see it is when i spend my time with someone is like a little pocket of memory and it's like we we just created like a new memory right something we can look back on and think like oh you remember the time when you know that day and when this and this and that and just thinking about that and and talking about that it gives you like a like a heartwarming feeling you know Mm -hmm. like wow But what I'm noticing, at least with people I know, some of them, due to the pandemic, they are slowly changing their ways and they are finally noticing like, okay, so when you're spending time with someone, you have to be in the moment because you don't know what's going to happen next. But let's say I'm spending time with you and you're constantly on your phone. Mm -hmm. I will try to spend less time with you. And therefore, like our friendship will slowly deteriorate because you're not taking the time to appreciate 
that I'm giving you time as well. It's not just that you're giving me time. Like I was saying, we could both be spending our time doing other things or spending our time spending time with other people. We don't have to be in this moment together. If you both respect each other in that way, then all of those other things don't really seem important. Like that text that you're getting, it can wait. wait. That phone call, if it's not super duper important, then it can wait. Or the notification you got from whatever app things like that can wait even like taking pictures um let's say taking bloomering but like unnecessary yeah. bloomering you know yeah. it takes away from like the moment you know as mm-hmm. in let's say you see like something beautiful you rather take a picture of that thing versus like just enjoying it yeah um but like i guess it's the the world that we live in everyone feel like they have to share it because they want other people to know oh look how i'm living i'm living well i'm seeing yeah. this cool thing this is so cool quote unquote living well because a lot of people live pretentious lives that's another story for another day i get it though i do get capturing the moment and saving the moment because there's nothing like looking back on a video like damn i remember that moment True. there's nothing like that feeling but there's also you know enjoy what's in front of you right now there's nothing like experiencing something that will always stay in your mind forever Mm -hmm. back in february i had a birthday and the restaurant that i went to it was a little reminder of the normality that was there before all of this weirdness that we have going on as far as like you know with the pandemic and the social distancing and things like that it was like a hibachi spot it wasn't in new york it was actually out of new york but i noticed at another table, there was a whole family together celebrating one person's birthday as well. Um, across from me, there was a couple with their child, and they were enjoying their time together. And at another table behind me, there was a group of teenagers enjoying their time together. And from everything that I was seeing, I really wanted to live in the moment of what it was because it just seemed like such a long time ago that you could just go down the block, walk into a restaurant, and everybody's, you know live in life and you don't really pay attention to those things but i felt like in that moment while i was there yes it was my birthday but just to see that little bit of everything all under the same roof at one time it made me realize even more in addition to what i felt like i learned from you it made me realize how important it is to actually be in the moment of what was going on i'm pretty sure i'll never forget that because it was just such a touching thing for for me to to witness i would say so you see you have like a little pocket of memory yes with yes you and that person now is the part of the show where we get into one of the two segments and today the segment is only in new york um i'm not sure if you've seen it but on instagram there's this meme artist where he dress up as a rat like he has like like a full-on rat costume mm-hmm. And, you know, because obviously the subway is only in New York. Filled with rats. Yes. Um, So he dressed up as a rat and then he will get in the cart and he will crawl however like the rat does. But that was pre-COVID, by the way. But still. Yes, I know. That's pretty gross. There's like a bunch of videos of him. Rat guy? The the rat guy dragging (laughs) pizza. Or the rat meme dragging pizza. Oh, Um, my gosh. There was a picture of, I I don't know if this is how it started, but there was an actual picture of a real rat that Mm -hmm. was was dragging like a huge slice of pizza i saw that yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. There, there's this guy 
guy that redid that video by dressing up as a rat and he's dragging a huge <laughs> slice of pizza which is like a huge like fake pizza so he like, really wasted the money to get a big ass slice no no, no just but to drag i don't think i don't think it's it was real I mean, pizza it was like a costume pizza just so we can oh. like, redo the the thing but i remember like one night i was coming from a bar and then i did see the guy dressed up but he was standing up so i guess it was like after he filmed his thing yeah and then i was just like i didn't really think about it because mm-hmm. i was like mm, that's weird yeah. and then i just got in the next cart so like a couple weeks or months and that's when i saw like the video of him and sometimes he will sit in the subway like as a rat pose and i'm like oh my god that's the guy oh. <laughs> but yeah, only new york that also reminds me of um you ever seen those wrestlers on the trains and stuff like that? Mm-mm. No, you've never seen them? Like, they dress up as wrestlers, like actual wrestlers, and then they'll like have WWE? Res- yes, and they'll have actual wrestling matches in the train carts. I think they also did, a, uh, like, a few matches on, um, like, Union Square and all over New York, but mostly on the trains. And it's it's one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. I wonder if they're still keeping it going. I'm not too sure. But at the time that it was out, this was definitely pre-COVID, that that's funny so that kind of reminds me of of what you were talking about with the rat guy <laughs> um so yeah thank you so much for taking the time out to be a part of the show thank you very much again for the artwork and everything else if there's anything you want to plug if there's anywhere you want people to find you or where they can find your stores um before i do that i'd like to say thank you for having me on your podcast oh no problem it's been a pleasure and i really like the setup and also i enjoyed the conversation um plug (laughs) uh you can find my store on etsy so it's artsy plenty store and then find me on instagram at artsy plenty store no space and yeah thank you so yeah we are going to get out of here because we have life to live and um if anyone has any questions and concerns or different opinions feel free to shoot an email to more to it and that's m-o-r-e the number two i-t-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com give the show a follow on instagram and please feel free to give the show a rating as well thank you everyone for tuning in see ya